welcome back to Just One Question. I'm still here, I'm Nick Morgan, and I'm delighted to connect this time with a very dear friend and, uh, and a, a really interesting thinker um, and uh, thought leader, uh, Scott Eblen. Scott is the best-selling author of The Next Level and Overworked and Overwhelmed, uh, which is his latest, and he's a global and virtual now speaker. And I'm really impressed with the way uh, Scott has pivoted. As we say, I hate the word pivot, but I'm impressed with the way Scott has done it. Um, he's a leadership educator and he's a coach. Welcome, Mr. Eblen. Tell us how you're doing. It's good to see you again. Thank you, Dr. Morgan. It is nice to be here. Uh, I'm doing well and feeling grateful. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm healthy. My wife is healthy. Our two sons are we're out living on their own in the world are healthy. And, you know, we're in a position where we can likely stay that way, you know, just because of, of folks that deliver things through Amazon and all those wonderful people who are making it possible for those of us who can work from home to stay home. And um, so very grateful for that and very grateful for just some really fascinating work I've gotten to do since the pandemic started really with clients that have, you used the word pivot a minute ago, have pivoted quickly to virtual leadership development. Uh, some have, some haven't, but uh, I, we're fortunate to be working with a number who have done that quickly. And uh, it's been a really interesting place to be just, especially at the beginning of the pandemic, I always, I felt like I was like a week ahead of where the zeitgeist was going because I, you know, and having the conversations I was having with folks, you could start to see the patterns and I could say, okay, well, this is what's going to happen next. Like I predicted Zoom fatigue about a week before everybody else started talking about it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and so Excellent. Uh, that's the, my predictive ability has slowed down a little bit yet now because I think we're all kind of in the same place at this point, but it's still really interesting and I'm very grateful to you know, have the opportunity to keep working during this period. Excellent. Thank you for that. So time for just one question, Mr. Eblen, which yes. is, uh, um, we're in this for a while and, and uh, you are amongst the uh, folks who have figured out uh, how to, to uh, do good work in the virtual space. Um, many people, are doing that. Many people are still struggling with that transition. So just tell us from your experience and, and what you've learned, what's working and what isn't in the virtual space. Yeah, I think it works when you can make the connection between what you would have done in a physical room together and how do you translate that into a virtual space? You know, so for instance, you know, I, I did a lot of speaking, I, you know, I still do a lot of speaking. I just don't get on airplanes to do it now. Mm -hmm. But I, Back in the old days, I did a lot of speaking in rooms, uh, keynotes, and then interactive workshops and interactive keynotes, you know, just kind of a mix of different formats. And so when I start working, working on a presentation or a longer term program that's virtual, I really think, okay, if I was in the room with these people, what would I do? I would have Q and A, I would have conversations from the tables if they have microphones at the tables, you know, like shout out this, raise your hand on that, mm -hmm. uh, go talk to your partner, your table mate about this thing. Here's a script to go have a conversation with your table mate for 10 minutes. 
you know, all of those things that you would do in a room. Well, the good news is you can do all of that online too. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of that depends on the platform you're using. I mean, I've, I've, I think I've been exposed to pretty much every platform there is. And my go-to is what we're using today is Zoom because I think mm -hmm. it's the easiest for most people to use. It's, it's the easiest to get into. It's a pretty stable platform. They're doing more and more with security, you know, which is good. They needed to, but um, it just, it makes it really seamless. I mean, you know, we have breakout rooms that we can do on Zoom. We have virtual hand raising. If I've got a larger group, mm -hmm. it works really well to ask an open-ended question of the group. Um, like, has this ever happened? Raise your hand if this has happened to you. Mm -hmm. Virtual hands go up. Or open-ended question, what's on your, I actually like starting a lot of my sessions with this just as people are still gathering, you know, because there's always a few latecomers when you're, you know, at the top of the hour. Uh, what's your state of mind this week? You mm -hmm. know, what's on your mind? Let me know by chat. And mm -hmm. so, well, Nick says he's feeling groovy. Well, that's cool, you know, and whatever, you know. And so that gives me an opportunity to interact, call out a few names. It makes it feel like we're all in a gathering place and people say, oh, people are feeling the same way I'm feeling or I'm a little bit not with the norm or whatever, right? But I, they get immediately engaged that way. So that works mm -hmm. really well. Uh, what are you trying to do? You know, what are you trying to do in any given event? And then how do you do it? You know, and so mm -hmm. I ask those questions all the time. Back in the old days, I still ask those two questions now, you know, mm -hmm. and so what are we trying to do in this event or this program and how can we do it? How can we use the full range of functionality through in the medium, Zoom in this case, to, you know, make it work? Now, what doesn't work, and so what works, what doesn't work, mm -hmm. hopefully I don't do a lot of this, but what doesn't work is you don't drone on and on, you know, you wouldn't do, you wouldn't do that as a presenter. You, you, don't, you wouldn't do that in a room these days. I mean, you taught me that many years ago. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't do that in a room and you wouldn't do it online. And it's even more important not to do it online, I think, because people have so many options immediately available to them to distract themselves, you know? Right. And so my rule of thumb, I have a couple of rules of thumb. One is no session should be longer than 90 minutes online. Mm -hmm. um, because that's, I guess the, that's the extent of people's capacity to sit there. Mm -hmm. um, another rule is I shouldn't be speaking uninterrupted for more than five minutes. And that's at the outside end of the range. Mm -hmm. You know, I should at least be asking a hand raise question or something easy, easy way for people to engage in that five minutes. And then we need to switch to another way to, for people to engage, you know, mm -hmm give me some answers via chat to this more complicated question. Um, let's go to a breakout room and here's a coaching script for you to coach each other in your breakout room for five minutes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, whatever it might be. Um, just, you want to constantly be mixing the modality, I think to, to keep people engaged. Yeah. Yeah. That's really smart. I love the five minute rule. I, uh, I get passionate about, teleworking, which is my subject of the, of the hour these days and lots of demand for that. And, and I, I have a 10 minute rule and I sometimes forget and push that a little bit. So I think I'm going to adopt your five minute rule and go, yeah, you know, and it's, it's not scientific, you know, I I it. a scientific basis for that. <laughs> no, no, I get it. But, but uh, yeah, yeah. I'd say that 
The other thing I'm learning, uh, I mentioned breakout rooms a minute ago. I, mm. One thing that I'm learning kind of in real time, actually, this week as we talk, we're doing, um, we've done a couple of, um, by we, I mean the Evelyn Group, we've done a couple of um, longer term programs for a particular client company. And so the first program, which is more or less completed now, we're almost done with it, was a series of webinars followed by small group coaching sessions where I'm facilitating the small group coaching sessions to follow up on the webinars, basically. Mm -hmm. We did that initially with sales leaders in that company, right? And so they kind of all knew each other. They were all sales leaders. And it was really just a the goal for the company was to help them stay engaged at a time when they couldn't be out feet on the street, you know, and, and give them something productive to think about and work on, like, you know, what, what's the next look like? Mm -hmm. So that was kind of the whole point of that. And we did a lot of breakouts during those, those sessions of, of like five minutes each, you know, because mm -hmm. I, I usually had like an hour for the session, so I had to get the breakout short. But then the next program we did for that company that we're in the middle of now, and we just did uh, a survey monkey to get kind of mid-program feedback. We've completed the webinar for moving into small group coaching. And people in the second group, which that group was two kind of flagship leadership programs that they had for lead, high potential leaders, cross-functional across the company. Um, and the original plan before the pandemic was they were going to be in the room together in each of these programs three or four mm -hmm. times over the course of a year. And you're going to build your network and make new connections in the company and all those good things that happen when you do that, right? Well, none of that was happening anytime soon. So they asked me to kind of fill in the gap. Let's, we, want it, we want these programs to launch, but we need them to launch with some content, Scott, that you can provide on the next level and stuff like that. And so we did break, I did breakouts in the webinars there. And the only thing that people are critical about in the surveys mm. on that program is we want more time in the breakout sessions. Yeah. And, and the, the sales folks didn't say that, right? Mm. And interesting. Thought, well, that's interesting. And I said, okay, like, why is that? Well, the sales folks already knew each other. Mm -hmm. and they're all in the same function. So I could give them a breakout on a particular topic or a, an exercise to do with each other and give them five or seven minutes to do that and come back, everybody's happy. That same exercise or that same set of questions in the flagship program where they're cross-functional, five to seven minutes really wasn't enough, mm -hmm. you know, and because they didn't have enough time to really get to know each other, which was one of the main points of the program, right? And so mm -hmm. what I would say is my lesson learned is, what's the goal? You know, what's the goal of the program and how do you use any modality, in this case, breakout sessions, to really tie into the goal? So, you know, next time I'll know. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good lesson to, to figure out you know, kind of in real time on this one. Awesome. Scott Eblen, reporting back from the front line of the <laughs> virtual happens. world. As in Arborough on the rooftops in London. <laughs> Thank you so much, and good to see you, my friend. Stay safe. Thank you, man. And uh, uh, yeah, hang in there. Keep you too, buddy. Thank you so much. <laughs>